Justice. Peace. Workout. Listener, discretion is advised. Papa. Grandson. Go ahead. As you wish. Here is your Monday, December 5th. This is your opener. Love it. It was early Sunday morning when Clarice Ganey said that she heard a noise outside her apartment. She peeked out her window to see a large, please say 300 pound man pulling on her car door handle and knocking on its window, attempting to break in. All while only wearing his boxers. So I grab my back, I brace myself, I brace myself, I open, I ease the door open. That's when Ganey says five foot six, 300 pound Antonio Mosley charged her. Little did he know she was a high school softball player, a 65 year old slugger. I tucked that bed and hit him upside a paya. He said, oh. That's when police say Mosley ran to a nearby mobile home park, leaving behind his jeans, shirt, and a sock. He was in his, he was in his rows. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. Police say a canine unit tracked Mosley down inside a mobile home with new pants on and cocaine in his pocket. Officers brought him back to Ganey to identify him. I said, yeah. I said, that's him right there. They said, Miss Ganey, he got a big knot on his head. Mosley was booked in the Lachua County Jail with two charges of burglary and drug possession. If he better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I'm going to y'all. <laughs> In Gainesville, Jocelyn Howard, CBS for you. Well, I guess that beats getting shot in the face by a senior citizen. The audio was terrible, but no apologies will be sent for that. Parker, JB, could you please open up the show with the music? are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Today's date is Monday, December 5th. Let's work. The time now is 6.52 a.m. Y'all already know I do this shit. I opened it up with the payout to your motherfucking dog. There's a couple of things that they just easily just glazed over. The fact that the nigga was in his boxers trying to steal her car and then he rushed her. <laughs> and then when they found his ass, he was right up the street in the trailer park home with some new pants and some cocaine. Amazing. That shit's fucking amazing. But they got him. And brought his ass right back to the origin of the call. To see what the fuck was going on over there. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. I do use foul language. I also have a potty mouth. If you stick around long enough, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to decipher the motherfucking difference. 
Well, what's happening, y'all? What's going on, man? It, it's 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 Monday. I, I I hope everyone is is doing all right. Um, um, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. First and foremost, I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Well, I guess we're back to uh, another Monday, one of the last Mondays of uh, 2022. So, uh, what to do? Uh, How are you motherfuckers doing? How are you adjusting? You're getting a year older, and you don't even know it. You feel young. You feel you feel strong, don't you? You feel you feel you feel like I actually had to pause right there. No edit, but yeah. How how are we doing? Uh, um, the end of the year approaches us, and, and so many things, so many, you know, revelations are amongst us right now in 2022. And, you know, all I could do sometimes is just sit back and laugh at the idiotic ways of certain individuals. I mean, come on, you guys. If it's not what, I mean, yeah. I mean, think about it. All of the stuff that has happened this fucking year, all of the things that we have learned, have, have they had time to resonate with every single story being a little bit more salacious than the last one, have we actually had time to sit back and understand what the fuck has transpired this year? I want to start with a little bit of what it is that I perceive, not in any kind of chronological order at all, Believe me, my brain's not that smart. You guys already know. I'm a fucking idiot. My grandson tells you all the fucking time. I'm a motherfucking idiot. Papa. Grandson, what's up? Go say. As you motherfucking wish, dude. As you wish. Now, I've been talking about the church a lot. A whole lot. And I'm not the only one talking about the church. Don't, don't. And if you're in church services, the ministries... If you're a pastor, a preacher, a usher boy, a, a, a flower girl, a, a pew cleaner, I don't know what you may do within the church. I'm not aiming at you. I'm aiming at the vampire who is sucking the resources out of the community. That's who I'm aiming at. So if you feel like I'm aiming at you, I probably am. That's because you're a vampire. And inside of you, you know that. You're a con man, and most con men are very good at tricking people into believing that they have a service that they could provide to that person. The person believes that you actually talk to God, like you sit down at the table with Jesus and have some sort of inside a word with the Lord. But that's untrue. It, it's okay. Within 2022, on my show, I have made... Mo- you all right, little dude? That's my grandson in the back. He got a little cold. Now, now, in, in my podcast, I have made so many examples about how greedy these motherfucking pastors are. And certain pastors have been robbed. Some pastors have been sent to jail. They've been taken to court. But this right here, to sum up the end of the year, I hate to, 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 to have a Monday Mass on my show, but 
I guess counting down into the new year, this is what's needed to remind you what the chich is really about. I understand his position. Yeah. I'm getting into the position in front of my face right now. Yeah. Well, the elephant in the room is this. And that elephant in the room. Yeah, the elephant in the wow. room is that. Glad I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> well, well this, we have to deal with the elephant in the room and the elephant in the Pastor, room. Pastor, be honest with you. Look, I'm not going to come up here and give y'all all my money that I make yeah. every month. I'm just sorry. I, I'm being fair. Well, we're I not put, looking I put, for you to you know, give I put all $20 money. a week. You know, and then sometimes think about I it. feel good. Yeah, I have twenty dollars a week is 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 like giving a, a dollar. Can I say something? If that's your ten percent of your earnings, that's my business. That's what it is. Okay. You wrote, get your ten percent. You get your ten percent. I wrote it down. Look here. I wrote it. Well, you she made. wrote what you make, and see, it it does not. Reach well, I guess see, I got to just find me. I'm I'm not gonna let y'all attack me. Well, we know. You know, I know. I know. Robbery, strong on, strong well, on. Let me do. You know, you ain't gonna rob me, and well, I'm agreeing to it. Well, let's talk about robbery. In in the book of Malachi, it talks about will a man rob God? He said, "Yea, ye have robbed me in your tithe and offerings." You know, that's where you rob. That's where robbery. Man, let me tell you something. I really don't even believe in the ten percent. Right. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I think that was man-made. You feel mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. Because back then, when they came up with 10%, ain't nobody had jobs. So where the money coming Well, 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 well. Shall we re-listen to that? And I don't know if I should get the kid or if I should get the fucking monster on this shit. Because it's going to be very, very childish how I clown the philosophy of this bull bull, of this bullshit that this motherfucker's trying to pull on this man right here. And, and, and. He's a monster for trying to do exactly what it is that he's doing by pulling in people from the congregation to actually attack this man. Shall I begin? In church. I, I understand his position. Yeah. I'm getting into the position in front of my face right now. Yeah. Well, the elephant in the room is this. And the elephant in the room is, nigga, you ain't giving us enough money. We didn't have to pull you to the side. On anything I love, my nigga, you not coming correct off up in here. It costs money to sit in that space that you taking. That's what they telling this young man. This old man, this is what they telling this soul. This is what God sat down and told the preacher was right to do after Sunday service. This is exactly what the Lord and Jesus said that he shall do ride upon thou enemies when they don't pay the toll fee for entrance unto the gates. The elephant in the room. Yeah, the elephant in the wow. room is that glad word. I'm alive. He said he was glad that he was alive because if there's an elephant in the room, he might get squished. Continue. Okay. Well, well, this we have to deal with the elephant in the room and the elephant in the Pastor, room. Pastor, just be it's honest with you. I'm not going to come up here and give y'all all my money. Now, right there, that should have been the end of the discussion. That's that man's money. That's money that he worked for or money that he earned. Let's just say he's retired. Let's just say that. Let's just say he's retired. I would say SSI, but then motherfuckers want to say that you depended on the state, and they're not taking into account that a majority of the reasons why people are on SSI and on these welfare programs, urban 
in urban communities, that is. I'm not talking about other people. That's because of the, the conditions that were, I wouldn't say provided, but that were presented to people, which created so many health effects, so many mental conditions that now these people are behind. But what this guy said, I'm not going to give you all my money. I done worked hard for it. And, and, and I just think, but they won't stop. I make yeah. every month. I'm just sorry. I, I've been foul. Well, we're I not put, looking I, for you to you know, give I put $20 money. a week, yeah. and then sometimes think about I it. feel yeah. good. I have $20 a, a week is, is, is like giving a, a dollar. $20 a week is like giving a dollar. Now, if we say $20 a week per head, and you got 300 in your congregation, you motherfuckers do the math. You do the math. And, and, and we already know everybody ain't giving $20. This is granted, right? So let's just say everybody gives on the minimum 10 to $20, half and half. And then every once in a while, you got somebody who might hit their number, somebody who might go to Boomtown and get them a couple of, couple of dollars. You know what I'm saying? You, you might even have, you know, some guilty drug dealers in church. You never know when it comes to... The Lord calls him. He calls all to where it is that he wants them to be. So, so, so what I'm saying is the pastor is not playing about this paper, man. Don't think for one second you could sit in that space. I don't give a fuck if you got an ugly or a beautiful face. You can't sit right there without paying your tithe. Oh, no, 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 no. And your little $20, that ain't shit, nigga. Step it up. I ain't no cheap bitch. This ain't no cheap chich. Getting yeah, real yeah, insurance. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's completely wild. It, it is completely wild that, that you could be the most devout worshiper at home and won't nobody judge you. Won't not a soul. Have a good God ooh, thing to say about you. You know what I was going to say. They, they wouldn't have anything terrible to say about you. But as soon as you go to church, boy, don't them politics change. And boy, don't they want you to come to church so your politics can change. So then you can be molded into what it is that they see fit for you to be in the eyes of the Lord. But when in all actuality, when in all actuality, you were born in this world alone, and that's kind of not true because your mama was there. But when you came into this world, you are by yourself. And when you leave this motherfucker, you're going to be by yourself. And the only person that you're really going to have to answer to for every single action that it is that you do is yourself. Shouldn't you push yourself and depend on yourself to do better every day? Instead of depending on the congregation or depending on the preacher that don't pay taxes, that's going to push you to give him your paper. Shouldn't you depend on yourself just a little bit more? Shouldn't you, shouldn't you hold yourself in just a little bit more high regard? We got pastors cussing at each other. We got, we got the cussing pastor himself. We got pastors fighting with each other. We got all kinds of shit. But this is all in the name of the Lord, so it is okay. Up, down, left, right, peace. Yes, it is Monday. A little rusty after a 
the Sunday sermon. But we've also forgotten that a few years ago, this cancel culture, it isn't what it is now. And they've hijacked it just like they did Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was about uplifting and upholding communities and reminding people that black people were just as important as any other race on this planet. But Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, it sure was a Black Lives Matter for how they used that shit as a Ponzi scheme. But Black Lives Matter was hijacked by the, I wouldn't even want to call it the movement that I think it is, but it was hijacked by this highly sexual movement, and now it's not that. It's not that at all. But we have already forgotten because the Black Lives Matter, it, 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 it mutated into something different that the first mutation, it happened with cancel culture. Now, I don't really like to use certain people's names because they don't like to be used, and when I reach out to them, they don't reach back, but at the same time, I find their messaging very, very important to go into what I call my canon of podcasts. So please listen to this with great caution, okay? Hey, man, what's going on? I just want to say I hope ain't nobody getting this shit twisted. I don't give a fuck what Ye said. I don't care nothing about what that man just said. It's still fuck Balenciaga. We still don't fuck with these celebrities in the industry. We don't come up under Baphomet. We don't worship these beings. We not with what they doing. One of the other things that Ye might want to understand is I'm the creator of cancel culture. I'm the one who created that. Before they made it into a thing where anybody who's just speaking their opinion is supposed to be canceled, it originally was, we don't fuck with any of these people who hold any type of platform who aren't using their platform right now in this day and time to affect positive change. That's what it's about. So somebody needs to inform Ye about what this shit really is before they hijacked it. We don't fuck with none of these celebrities. The whole Hollywood gotta go. And the problem still is, y'all focusing so much on Ye, you missing the whole point. I told you, Ye is an event. And that event is telling you to take your attention off of the beast. Take your attention off of this devil-worshipping climate that was created for you and go back to God. Bring yourself out of disorder, Back into order. Bring yourself out of lawlessness and immorality back into the law of the divine. Please don't get this twisted. And like I said, Ye not crazy, so he know that's some bullshit to do anything but bring war to those people who literally promoted child sexuality, pedophilia, or any other brand or people who decide that that's okay. Hey man, we'll go. And that's real. That's real. Now, I'm going to break that down in a second. But what I want to say is that's not necessarily my angle over here. I completely agree with probably 98% of what it is that that gentleman said. But my angle is at the politicians because they have, I mean, people don't think that they have as much effect on culture as, as, as uh, the, the industry does. But to me, they are the ones who draw the lines that shape our neighborhoods. They are the ones who keep this narrative of a difference in neighborhoods always changing because it's it's certain parts in Sacramento where you know damn well you in a good neighborhood and you know damn well you in a bad neighborhood. These politicians have made it that way. They've made it in every, think about this. This is just food for thought and then we're going to go back, then I'm going to go back over what it is that he said. This is food for thought in every, and this is not mine, so I claim not to come up with this on my own, but it is true. In every single city, just about in America, 
there is a Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. But in each city where this Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard is located, is located, there is a poverty-stricken neighborhood right there. It's almost a flag of this is where the niggas is at. In every single city just about, they have a Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. And it's not in the best neighborhood. You won't go to Beverly Hills and see no Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. It's not in that area. No, no, not in that area. No, 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 no. It's in a different area. It's in the area where the minorities are at, where the liquor stores are at. High access to the freeway so the drugs can get dropped off. Shit like that. So this is why I'm with the cancel the politicians because they're also part of this whole little children abuse thing. If you think, not even think, if you just use your 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 limited memory that you have been able to retain from this year, Alex Jones crazy ass actually snuck into some politician thing where they were doing some ritualistic shit with burning bodies and children and shit. It literally happened. It That really fucking happened. But they keep throwing spaghetti at the fucking wall until something sticks and we take our eyes off of exactly what's going on, not only in our politics, but also in the motherfucking culture of entertainment. Let's go. Hey, man, what's going on? I just want to say I hope ain't nobody getting this shit twisted. I don't give a fuck what Ye said. I don't give a fuck what he said neither, brother. I don't care nothing about what that man just said. It's still fuck Balenciaga. We still don't fuck. Okay, I want to say something about this, about this Balenciaga, about this, this Jordan. To me, it's Balenciaga, Jordans, all of these high-end retail company brands. They wonder why our communities are always so fucked up. It's because of this shit. I don't know how it's propped up. Every single generation that the best thing that you should do with your money is invested into things that are perishable. With these celebrities in the industry, we don't come up under Baphomet. We don't worship these beings. We not with what they doing. One of the other things that Ye might want to understand is I'm the creator of cancel culture. Now, I'm not sure who all created cancel culture. I don't have that intelligence on me, and I did not take the time to investigate myself. But let's listen to what it is that this guy says. I'm the one who created that. Before they made it into a thing where anybody who's just speaking their opinion is supposed to be canceled. So now what? So so we all understand right now that's what cancel culture is. Anybody who is speaking their opinion is canceled. But he left out the simple fact that anything that you said within the last 20 to 100 years, they might also dig up your dead body and piss on that shit because you said some dumbass shit in a time frame that some dumbass shit was going on. Please continue. Originally was, we don't fuck with any of these people who hold any type of platform who aren't using their platform right now in this day and time to affect positive change. Now, this right here is one of the most powerful statements that I think we all need to understand about the Internet, is that as soon as they were able to coin and term the word influencer, everything kind of changed because people at first wanted to seem like the Internet was fun and loving and just this and that, but in the undertone of it, if you played PlayStation, you knew 
what was coming. Because since since there was online gaming, the the word nigger was flying around since day one that I was on that motherfucker. Soon as I got on Call of Duty, duty it was 3,000 niggers a day. I, I was getting called all kinds of shit. Fake, and fake, too. When I said I was, if, if I was to say I was black, motherfuckers be telling me, stop lying, white boy. Just because the way that I talk. So, so this undercurrent of hatred was already coming. What it's about. So somebody needs to inform Ye about what this shit really is before they hijacked it. We don't fuck with none of these celebrities. None. The whole Hollywood gotta go. Most. And the problem still is y'all focusing so much on Ye, you missing the whole point. I now, now, I want to kind of rewind. I don't know about everybody in Hollywood because I don't know nobody in Hollywood. So to say everybody got to go, I don't know. I don't know. I believe that some, at least there's got to be somebody virtuously good there. I mean, it would be terrible if every single person had to sell their motherfucking soul to get up on that screen. But I also have to say out loud that it might be believable that, that that's fucking true told you yay is an event and that event is telling you to take your attention off of the beast take your attention off of this devil worshiping climate that was created for you and go back to god now that's important too you see so many interesting points that he's hitting on right there it has to be slowed down a little bit now this 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 focus on the demonic imagery is also not only in our entertainment, but it's also in politics all the time. Little signaling and, and things like that that these motherfuckers do, it has little demonic undertones. And then you see the Balenciaga shit, demonic undertones. If you look at certain music videos, demonic undertones. Real shit, I've seen some concerts, demonic undertones. Then when it comes to the new song, Unholy, I need say no more. I really need, it says unholy. And this is a, a nation under God, right? Are we a nation uh, under God? Bring yourself out of disorder, back into order. Bring yourself out of lawlessness and immorality, back into the law of the divine. Please don't get this twisted. And like I said, yay not crazy. So he know that's some bullshit to do anything but bring war to those people who literally promoted child sexuality, pedophilia, or any other brand or people who decide that that's okay. And, and, and last but not least, when it comes to this over-sexualization of children, my first, uh, uh, the first time that I really noticed it was with the John Bonet Ramsey case. And for you youngsters, if you're listening to this podcast, you may not know who that is. So let me go ahead and give you a little background on this. There was this little girl. She dressed up for these pageants. And I didn't even know these little, I have daughters. So, so I would never dress one of my daughters up to be a grown-ass woman. That's the last thing that I want to see. And I have a few daughters that have kids, and I still don't want to see them all dressed up. But I digress back to what I was saying, is this little girl, her parents, they dressed her up like a grown woman with the lipstick and the, the, the it was highly over-sexualized with the Daisy Dukes and the cowboy boots and the mid-ripped, um, cut high, kind of halter top, 
uh, cowboy deal with the cowgirl hat on. Very, very highly sexual. Someone killed that little girl. Now, if that little girl was not murdered, I don't think that I would have known about these beauty pageants. Right after she was murdered, very oddly, this is very, very oddly as I think back upon this, after she was murdered, there was an uptick in all these child uh, uh, beauty things. They were on TV everywhere. Everywhere you could see these little girls getting dolled up to look like grown-ass women. So this, this kind of young kid shit, it's been kind of, it's, it's been an undertone for a long time here. And what he is saying is completely correct. If you do not pay attention to exactly what the fuck is going on, you will miss it all. They have diversion. They have a, a diversion plan for us adults not to even focus on what the fuck is going on with our children. I use one of my podcasts. I use this platform. In one of my podcasts, I saw some shit on somebody's uh, Instagram feed that said, watch out for your kids watching cooking shows. Because visually, it can show somebody's cooking. And if your kids have their headphones on, it could be telling you to let strangers into your house. So we have to be very, very, very motherfucking mindful of a lot of this shit that's going on. But, but, but really, can, can we do that with so much shit going on? I mean, can we really do it? I can't. I can't. I, I think that's why I started fucking recording the podcast. Because if I am able to live long enough, I really do not understand how we are going to make it out of this point of civilization without at least one-third of the people losing their motherfucking minds. So much shit is going on, and depending on what microcosm or what echo chamber it is that you have subscribed to in your life, you might not even believe what it is that you believe. You might believe that whatever it is that you see is someone trying to shape a narrative that you don't necessarily believe is the truth, and then you come up with your own. Like, it's some weird shit going on right now. Some really, really weird shit. So all I want to do is document it and remind you of all of the shit that has happened this year. Just, if I can, in one little, it's not going to be just this episode. It's going to be quite a few before the year ends, and then it's going to be an uptick with the season five. But we also have to understand that what it is that we take in is also what it is that we put out. I'm going to let this young guy explain it to you, okay? Be careful of the music you listen to and who you let speak to your subconscious. They say 95% of our days is subconscious. And a lot of times you listen to music and you may be happy, but the music you're listening to is depressed as hell. Or you might be loyal and the music you listen to is promiscuous. Or you might be a hustler, but the music you're listening to is low vibrational and it's taking away your energy. You got energy today, but the music you listen to is low vibrational. Like, be careful who you let speak to your subconscious. It's like you're the adult, but your subconscious is the child. And whatever your subconscious hear, it just moves and acts on it. So be careful who you let speak to it. Be careful. This right here is very powerful. This is another thing that I, I, I've been focusing on this year on my podcast is our subconscious thinking. And, and our subconscious thinking, from my understanding, is what we create. You can recreate the way that it is that you think. I know that that's completely possible because I stopped drinking. Cold turkey. Probably should have died. 
A lot of you motherfuckers wish I was dead. You can kiss my balls. Fuck you. But yeah, you can rewire the way that it is that you think. And if you rewire the way that it is that you think, you can rewire the way that it is that you act. And it can easily begin with what it is that you fucking listen to. Now, I would tell you right now that um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a bunch of them, a bunch of these motherfuckers blowing hot air up your ass, saying some real salacious, sensationalized bullshit to keep you on the edge of your seats because they think that's what you want. I don't think that's what you want. I think you want more grounding truth. That's what the fuck it is I'm trying to tell you. And truthfully, I don't even think that I'm the holder of truth. All it is that I'm doing is Taking taking down what it is that I see and kind of shaping it. I'll put it right back out. I don't just see something and not 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 share it. I share it on the podcast. I share it on my page. I go over it. I try to come to an understanding with it. And then it's water cooler conversation. So, yes, there's a lot of podcasts out there. But ain't none of them motherfuckers fucking with me. Not near one of you motherfuckers. And I do all of this shit by my goddamn self. So, with that being said. Don't take in that negative music. Don't take in that negative TV. Take in me. I have over 179 podcast episodes that are out right now that anyone can listen to at any given time on all streaming services. So please indulge if you like to ask questions. If you like to listen to a person try to get to some sort of truth without having any kind of bias, objective, I'm your guy. But be careful. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> now, what else that's going on? I've seen so many women going crazy over not being able to find a good man. I've seen so many interactions with the trans women, I think, the trans women pushing or beating up organic women, that that needs, that will be addressed on another episode. But I've also seen some instances that kind of sound a little bit like this. A good woman for a hoe and then marry her after a year. You know what the problem is? A lot of y'all think y'all good women and y'all not. Like, y'all think y'all a good woman just because y'all look good and y'all don't cheat. When in reality, you manipulative as f***. You got the temper of a five-year-old. You don't know how to compromise if your life depended on it. You try to change the man into a completely different individual. And nine times out of ten, it's not for the better. Like, you ever stop to think maybe that hoe made him? Wow. You see that? She try to shoot her shit, and then she get her shit shot. You ever you, Have you seen that this year? I've been seeing a lot of it, and I'm happy that men are getting to the space and getting to the place to where we can actually be able to talk to women the way that they deserve to be spoken to instead of just saying, fuck you, you stupid bitch. It's easy to do that. It's easy to disrespect someone and call them out of their name, but usually, and this is something that I just now came up with, usually when when someone goes out of their way to blatantly disrespect you, it's not about you. It's about their self-worth. It's about their self-respect. They don't respect their self, themselves the way that they see you respect yourselves. So what they do is they attack your ass. 
That's what they do. And you know who does the most cutting attacks in the world? You know who is specialized at mental motherfucking warfare? Women. But this year I have been seeing so many men standing their grounds and being able to explain to a woman, listen, check this out. I'm trying to talk to you, but you acted too much like you one of my boys, baby. You know, you 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 calling me brud shit. That's not how I nigga rock and shit. Now to each its own. I know some niggas like gangster bitches. I know some bitches like gangster niggas. Now that messaging may not be for you. You know what it is that you like. I don't try to enforce my theories, thoughts, or, or, or ideas upon anyone at any given time. All it is that I'm doing is sharing what the fuck it is that I like. And I like my women soft. I like my women sweet. And I like my women seductive. Good goddamn. Bruh. <laughs> to you females that say bruh. We've also... Last but not least, we've also seen the police doing exactly what it is that police do. They're either policing or they're killing us. And no matter what it is that we have seen on video, no matter what it is that has been documented throughout the past, right up until this very motherfucking day, it's very seldom that we actually see the officers who are indicted actually face conviction for these these atrocities that are done to the people that they were supposed to protect and to protect and serve you know they take an oath to protect and serve us but then when they get the badge it's more like you shut the fuck up and listen so i just want to go ahead and let you know that in a future episode i will be addressing Some of the things that have changed since the beginning of this year and some of the things that have now just remained the same. But with an update on one of the cases that I'm pretty sure a lot of people have saw. Um, I'm not sure if it was a year ago or two years ago, possibly this year. Like I said, memory is, is so foggy with everything that's going on. But there's a video of a young white man, um... With his hands, I believe, interlaced behind his be- behind his head or behind his back. And the police officers are instructing him to get on the ground and to crawl towards him. And they still execute this man. While I believe it was a body cam running or something like that. Well, a decision has been made about what is going to be done over this senseless killing. And... The police department responsible will now pay an eight-point-something million-dollar fine to the family, to the widow, I believe, of this young man. I hate to use people's names like that because people like to sensationalize themselves with dragging families through drama. So if you know what story it is that I'm talking about, the young man who got murdered by the police while he was told to get on the ground and crawl to them, his widow just now received $8 million. Now, I know $8 million is a lot of money, it's life-changing money, but somebody could give you $8 million and you can go cash your check and get hit by a fucking bus. So I tell you that to say that there's no amount of money that's going to bring that young guy back, but $8 million, I mean, if I was her, I would change my name and move the fuck away. Yeah, I mean, this is America. 
This is where we live at, and we could make this motherfucker paradise, or we could make this motherfucker Mad Max hell on earth. It's all up to who ever in the fuck decides to do the crazy shit to stop doing the crazy shit. It's actually always up to us to hold ourselves just a little bit more accountable each day and just to be a little bit more loving and friendly to the people within our circle and also the people outside of it. My time for this show is up. You all, you motherfuckers all know I got a job. I got shit to do. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Hit that like, rate, subscribe. Do whatever it is that you motherfuckers do. But I ain't nowhere near done or through, man. Oh, my goodness. It's fucking Monday. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, all right? Papa. Grandson. I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done, all right? I'm almost done. All right, this is Justice, and this is another Justice in the Peace podcast. Peace.